Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Great Ways to Cinema. I'm your host, Jacob Lacey, joined again today, as always, by Aaron. Oh, boy, he's never been to Disney World. <laughs> why you gotta why you gotta rub that in my we're, face with the star? We're why, starting there because it's, it's appropriate. It's a sour no. It's appropriate because I feel like I soured Disney World for you with this movie. Yeah, this is it. Um, well, I mean, this is pretty much this is my uh, this is how I see Disney World now. This is uh, not even this is what it well, you is didn't watch to Full me. House, really. This is the only experience I have of it. So. There are like three episodes of Full House where they just go to Disney World. And it's just a Disney World ad. Well, that's every ABC show. It's ever. awesome. <laughs> it's amazing. They're the best episodes. Your, I was always like your encyclopedic knowledge of Full House is uh, rearing its head again. Yeah, I, I was always like, I want to go to Disney World right now, and I like didn't understand. Because I was a kid, I was like, advertising. Yeah, once a corporate show for Disney, always, always. a corporate show for Full Disney. Full House was the one who did it to me. That's uh, that's sad. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> anyway, guys, <laughs> uh, this is, of course, the show where we take a look at uh, a movie that I put on the list for Aaron to watch, ones that he's never seen, because Aaron was making me watch movies, and I, after Rocky Horror Picture, so I said, no, you watch bad movie. So Escape from Tomorrow is the movie we watch. I don't think you can pull out Rocky Horror Picture Show as it's some kind of, as if it's some kind of you know disaster for you to watch. This when is you better. Come to the table. This is better than Rocky Escape Horror from Tomorrow. This is better than Rocky Horror Picture Show. That's a lie. <laughs> no, it's a bold faced lie. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. Aaron. Yeah. I know I've talked about this show on podcasts before, yeah. and I even did it for Bad Movie of the Week and spoiled it probably for a lot of you out there. So, so the I guess, long sorry. Time, like, listeners from the very, very beginning. Not the very beginning. It was the end. <laughs> no. Yes. I, mm, I've talked about this when you, were, when you weren't on an episode. You weren't on the episode. I talked about this one. Okay, then. I don't yeah. know, then. <laughs> so there you go. That Maybe that's why I don't remember it. So, Aaron, what did you yeah. know going into this? Um, well, I was aware, like, of this movie, because mm-hmm. this is this is a movie that just, it's designed to make headlines, yes. and it made headlines, you yes. know? Like, all the entertainment sites are like, hey, there's a secret movie that was filmed at Disney, uh, and it's being released now, it's like a horror film, and it was filmed at Disney... That's basically all I knew about it. I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. You know, they filmed this movie in secret. I like horror movies. I think there's a lot of potential in that idea of, say, taking, you know, like the the Disney concept where everything is family friendly and then mm-hmm. turning that into a horror film. Yeah. You have a lot of uh, potential for the contrast there. Right. So this was a film that I always that I was curious about when I first heard about it, and then it like came out, and the reviews were like very mixed. And so at that point, I was like, "I'll catch it eventually," and then never did. Yeah. Um, and then I, I, honestly, mixed is insane to me. That's <laughs> one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard. Mixed might be overstating it. Okay, I don't. Okay. I don't remember. I mean, it has a two point two. It, the, of all the ratings it has on, on Letterboxd on Letterbox, it has a 2.2 3 stars is the is the most ratings it has yeah so. I mean the most yeah we're going for yeah. average we are yeah and then yeah you you saw it you mm-hmm. talked about it on the podcast I did yeah. listen to that episode but I feel like I just did not 
like take in Register anything you were happening. saying. Yeah, yeah. Because it was all over the place. Yeah. Um, well, it's what. How else do you describe a movie like this that is so all over we're not, the we're place? Not, we're, not, we're, we're not there we're yet. Not, we're not, we're there not yet. in spoilers yet. No. <laughs> um, so in a way, I knew everything about this movie, <laughs> but like, I didn't know a single thing. And in a way, thing. you didn't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm thinking, I was thinking, uh, you know, again, like based on that concert, I was thinking it's going to be something more traditional. Like, I think my mind immediately jumped to like a like a slasher formula. Mm-hmm. Like one of the mascots goes rogue and starts killing people around the park. Right. Which would have been much harder to film. Right. And get away with. Um, probably impossible to film. Would have probably been a better movie. Uh, but that's what I was expecting. Um, you just gotta watch the Banana Splits movie then. I do want to watch the Banana Splits. <laughs> I feel like that's the better version of this. You know? Maybe the fact that they actually got the license for that yeah. uh, is still—that's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So this movie. Mm-hmm. This movie is like simultaneously the worst thing mm-hmm. I have ever yeah. seen uh-huh. and like the greatest yes. thing in the world. Absolutely. <laughs> it's a half star like for me. I'm just gonna say that <laughs> That's right really now. like the only appropriate uh, response to this movie. Absolutely. Because on the one hand, this is so awful. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It's just like. I I was losing my mind watching this. Like we try normally to just like not express much while watching right. these movies, uh-huh. so we want to save our uh, reaction uh, for this podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I just I couldn't contain no you like, can't, the, it, like these these like sighs that would just escape. At isn't every that scene a sign change. of good art, Aaron? <laughs> good One that elicits a response. <laughs> One that makes you feel something, you know? It's interesting. It's just an interesting thought. You don't have to respond right away. But, like, the thing is... <laughs> I love the fact... Maybe even more so than my... Than, than what my... Uh, idea of what this film was going to be is, you know, like the idea that you, oh, you take a a family-friendly corporation park and then you just make a horror movie out of it. Mm -hmm. I love the idea that they're like, we're taking the most, like, mainstream, uh, like, sanitized, uh, like, wide-appealing company on the uh, Mm -hmm. planet and we're just going to do the complete opposite of that. A movie so uncommercial mm-hmm. that no one is ever going to want to touch this. No, no one should ever watch this. No, ab- There's no reason to make this. <laughs> People should absolutely watch this. I just, I, I love that, that, it's like, I love that, like, that weird, you know, jab at, at Disney, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, just the idea that this movie is like the trashiest film ever made mm-hmm. and it just is okay being that yeah well we'll get into it <laughs> i you know i got to really thank uh jenny nicholson youtube for introducing this movie to me and okay. she did a lot of legwork as far as like research of like interviews with the director and stuff so i have a lot of knowledge i'm gonna throw at you later too much knowledge that maybe will make you rethink whether this movie's trying to be trashy at all 
So we'll, we'll get is, into I, it. You know, I already am ready to believe that because this this film it basically feels like someone saw. You know David Lynch's films in mm-hmm. uh, film school, yeah. And they're like, I can do that, yeah. Eraserhead, yeah. he saw Eraserhead, and he's like, that's that that could be done. You just black weird and white stuff. make it look good. You do black and white and weird stuff, and you get critical acclaim. It's a it's a three step process. <laughs> <laughs> weird stuff, <laughs> yeah. Black and white profit. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I it's such a movie that, like, everything we're going to talk about is, is a spoiler, because everything is absolutely insane. <laughs> this is one of the most insane movies ever, and I absolutely... What are you pulling, what are you pulling out? No, nothing. I just oh. thought I felt, like, something under my foot. I thought you had, like, a secret prize for no. me. <laughs> You're like, actually, I have a little secret for you. You just pull out, like, some kind of... I don't know, talking Mickey Mouse go. doll or something. That's your prize. That's my prize. Yeah, uh, a copy of the Click Dis and Makeup. Dis and Makeup on the, the Nintendo click. DS. On the Nintendo DS. How much did you pay for that again? Thirty dollars. No. Twenty dollars. No. Maybe maybe twenty. <laughs> <laughs> and Caroline played it and, for one and, night and it made her happy. One damn night? It. No, 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 no. She played it for two hours max. <laughs> And beat it. It's yeah. not that she gave up. <laughs> right, right. That's the game. <laughs> That's all there is to it, folks. You know, I can't even critique you because I bought the the How the Grinch Stole Christmas yeah, DS exactly. game and similarly beat it in like two hours. And we're not talking about DS games. We're talking about Skip from Tomorrow. What would you give it? <laughs> I think half star and a like. Like, yeah. like you said, it's, it's, the only... it's really the only proper response. This is better than Sucker Punch. No, here's the thing. Yeah. It's it's only better than Sucker Punch because of its low, extremely low budget nature. Right. Sucker Punch this has millions of dollars. That's the thing. It. But I think the thing that like uh, sent um, sent uh, Sucker Punch like uh, over the edge is the uh, the fact that someone spent eighty million dollars yeah. on that movie on a weird fetish movie for. <laughs> Like, yeah, that's Zack the kind Snyder. of movie you want to make, Zack Snyder. Do it like this. <laughs> <laughs> that's your. This is your three-step process. We're, uh, we're giving you the key right here. Uh, so he, half star he, like. he mixed it up. He got the. He put profit first, mm-hmm. and, the, and it doesn't work that put, way. Yeah. We're not talking about sucker punch here. <laughs> so Aaron, yeah, would you recommend this movie to our listeners? If, if I had any clue who is actually listening to this <laughs> podcast, maybe I would know a better answer. Because if you are a fan of so bad it's good movies, right? This is a perfect example. Yeah, this is maybe not quite the room level, but this is this, this could near cult status one day. Maybe, maybe. arguably, we'll it's see. definitely nowhere near the room. But no, it is... Randy's not enough of a meme. You <laughs> right. Know? Right. He's a bit of a meme, though. We'll talk is, about it. Oh, him. no. We'll, we'll talk about I him. just, I, I, like, yes, like, you're right that, yes, I would recommend this if what you're looking for is 
the worst possible movie you could ever watch. Um, which I do enjoy. I love watching terrible movies. Yeah. Um, so I certainly did enjoy my experience watching this movie. Because simultaneously, it was one of the worst movie experiences of my life. You know, like yeah. like Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2 levels of just, like, screaming at the screen. I've bought this, Aaron. We <laughs> yeah. will watch this again one day. Oh, no. <laughs> Absolutely, we will. But let's just, let's not beat around the bush anymore. Okay. <laughs> let's get into spoilers. If you haven't seen this movie, go, go watch it. Go watch it. And just bask in the absolute insanity that you're watching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, let's get into it. Escape from Tomorrow. Aaron, is there anywhere you'd like to start? I, I feel like... Who knows where to start with this one? Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I don't even know where to start. I feel like at some point in this podcast, in this discussion, you're going to pull out some scene, and I'm going to be like, was that even in the movie? And just like, <laughs> right. not even, I don't even know what was like in the, the what was an actual movie. A Let, thing let's they address filmed, the elephant and in the Disney-sized room, in the Dumbo side. The, let's the, address Dumbo in the Disney room, in the Tiki the room. Colin Farrell let's, chair turn around let's to address, address the, the Dumbo. <laughs> <laughs> Let's address the Dumbo in the Tiki Room, all right? What's the Tiki Room? It's a Disney thing. Again, I haven't been to. I know, to but Disney like, World. oh god, oh. you just gotta keep. You're on not enough of a corporate shill. <laughs> Let's face the Dumbo in the Tiki Room. Yeah, this movie uh-huh. is very, very horny. <laughs> That's one way to address Dumbo. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Do you want to expand on that at all? Or? Do you want me to expand on it? It's yeah. your thought. Well, I just wanted to give us a jumping off point. What do you want me to say to that? Well, because uh, there are like two different directions to take that. Take it comment. in one, I'll take it in the other. <laughs> you want to rethink that phrasing? No. Take it in one direction. <laughs> Take it the other direction. Let's go. Let's let's do this, bro. Let's go. Let's talk about it. Just well, hashing out escape I, from tomorrow. There's, there's like there's like two love interests for our main character in a sense. Hmm. I'd say there's every woman on earth. Is well, this okay. Life. There's two. There's two main love interests. Okay, like ones sure. that like drive scenes and plot lines okay, forward. Yes, 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 like yes, yes. All plot lines that like don't ever like intersect or no. uh you know well that's the problem when you shoot a movie gorilla style you can't really create connecting scenes if you can't <laughs> film it like there's there's a this film literally uses green screen and oh boy it's bad i didn't see me sound like a mickey mouse there mm-hmm. oh boy oh boy this movie's horny <laughs> you're mickey mouse yeah it's not good i didn't say it was good What's your you, you? I think you have a good goofy though. You gotta do your goofy. I need to warm up to that. <laughs> when we get to goofy, goofy in this plot, there's not enough goofy in this movie to be. That's honest. just every like. <laughs> this feels like the movie that you were thinking of when you thought the fish was sucking Goofy's toes. Like that's something that would happen in this movie. That is absolutely <laughs> something that would happen in this movie. No, every movie that's not a goofy movie doesn't have enough goofy. In it. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm talking about my boy Goof. For all the Goofy movie now. <laughs> oh, he's asking. <laughs> what is this? 
Okay, so take it in yeah. the one direction, and I'll go in the other direction. Well, the, his one love interest. I'm going to take the one that's easier to talk about. <laughs> I hate so you. So you can unpack the other box. I hate you. I hate you. Um, he has, like, this... He encounters this woman on a bench. Mm-hmm. Who's doing, like, a really overblown, like, Lana Del Rey impression. <laughs> like, the characterization of... Like, if SNL did a skit about Lana Del Rey, she is doing that. <laughs> you know what I mean? She does feel very SNL, which yeah. no one else in the uh, rest of the movie is doing we'll that talk about tone, that. really. We'll talk about that. Oh, no. <laughs> and it, 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 they just talk. They talk about the turkey leg he's eating, which mm-hmm. is really an emu leg, or right. maybe it's not. Maybe she just made that up. And well, that's one of the oldest uh, like conspiracy theories about Disney World. Like, why are the turkey legs so big? Must be emu. Mm. You know, because people are dumb. <laughs> They'll believe anything. <laughs> okay, I, I, again, I'm not... I guess I'm not in... Don't have any knowledge of this uh Yeah, this don't worry. World I'm here lore. to fill in the gaps of your knowledge. Let's keep going. Alright, so... Yeah. This Lana Del Rey impersonator. Yeah, and then he just gets, like, mesmerized by her necklace. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. We're not quite Or something... Sure. In the general area for necklace. I'm sorry to everyone listening to this. To not address the Dumbo in this tiki room. Perfect. (laughs) Um. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then what happens? (laughs) What happens if he looks in the necklace? This is one of like the best cuts in the movie. (laughs) It's just. Is it one of the best cuts? It's just so jarring. It's so jarring that it just made me laugh because it's it's like one of the like most absurd moments of this movie. Like the the moment where you realize how directionless this mm-hmm. movie is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, you, you didn't feel the directionlessness when they went on three rides back to back and you see basically the entire ride and you're like, this movie's an hour and 30 minutes. Well, I thought that was just like part of like drawing you into the world. Like, you know, it's not going to be... A- sure, but how did you feel when they did that a second time later in the movie? I felt they were very proud of the fact that they snuck cameras into Disney yeah. World. Mm-hmm. And-, and it's really not that hard. <laughs> You know, there's, like, Disney vloggers. Well, yeah. It's not that difficult. <laughs> like, they act like it's this huge act of rebellion, and it's like, have you seen YouTube? <laughs> like, people do this all the time. <laughs> okay, so what, ha- so what happens when he looks into the necklace? So, um, he looks into the necklace, and then the, um, we cut, and the necklace is uh, swinging closer to his face and hits mm. him in the face. Yeah. Because it's swinging uh-huh. on her neck, and why would it be as so they have close sex? To- okay. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm getting to the Dumbo. Oh, okay, okay. okay. I just had to build up. Uh, like the movie does not do at any she point. She has like one of the best lines in the entire film. I don't think I can say it. that bad it's like it's not even that bad of a line but within context you're just like oh god <laughs> this is disgusting 
I don't even know what happened. So then they that happens in the scene. I don't even know if this is gonna make sense. I feel like there's no way to describe what happens in this movie that's gonna make sense to someone that hasn't seen it. No. So I'm sorry if none of this is making sense at any point. So basically, just, well, just let's, know let's, that let's, doesn't let's address, ever. Let's address the like the the beginning of the plot. They, it's this man. Yeah. He gets fired from his job. Mm-hmm. He goes to Disney with his family. He's got a daughter and a son. Yeah. And they're just going to Disney. Yeah. That's literally the plot. Now. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we'll get to the one part later. But he's clearly not super happy in his marriage. <laughs> Understatement. One might say. Yeah. He, he's, uh, he's talking to his kid and he's like, hey, Mommy's pretty, right? And he goes, not in like a traditionally pretty way. You know, he's got like, she's got like a Tina Fey thing going on. And the kid's just like, cool, why would you say this to me? <laughs> <laughs> so he's, he's a bit of a scumbag. In a lot of ways. Yeah. Well, we'll get to that. You took you took the later part of the film, so I'm dancing around the other part. That do you want? Do you want to address the Dumbo, the biggest okay. Dumbo of this movie? <laughs> this is not going to be easy to say to you guys. <laughs> so this movie, for like a good thirty minutes, maybe twenty at the beginning, but then after as well, is uh focused around. Our lead character, Jim, following around two French women. Well, not women. They're teenagers, and boy, do things get weird, and it is uncomfortable. (laughs) Does he want to have sex with these underage girls? I hope not. I hope not, but that's kind of what it makes it sound like. And Randy, sir... Rethink your life. You're doing full uh, Chris Hansen on. Uh... Why, why don't you have a seat right over here, Randy? Uh, why, why are you Why are you following these French girls around? <laughs> He's like, uh, what French girls? Oh, they told me they were 22. And you're just like, no, they didn't, Randy. We know they didn't. You don't even speak their language, bro. I don't know what you're Yo, talking listen. about. Chris does not go to your house unless he's certain. Yeah, you know? like yeah. he has something. When he was banging on Onision's door, it's not like he didn't know what was going on. You know, come on. <laughs> like that man does his work. Yes. <laughs> so that's the most uncomfortable part of this movie. It's awful, and the movie doesn't. In fact, the the movie doesn't punish him for these unclean thoughts, these pedophile thoughts. In fact, it punishes him for not giving in to them. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know what you I I know what you mean. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I'm not saying like do you understand why it does it? I'm just saying like what? <laughs> like this is insane. <laughs> Maybe it's trying to say it's part of its critique of Disney. It's mm. like um, Disney wants you to indulge in your fantasy, but some fantasies are bad. It's like how they say... So Disney is bad. Well, we'll get into that too. <laughs> There's so much about this guy. So it's... I, I feel like, you know... That is part of the reason why this is, like, the most uncommercial movie ever made. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but, like, oh, this movie would have been, like, actually maybe something if you just took that plot line out and replaced it with, with something to, like, else. fill out, like, what the other plot lines you're doing are. Like, yep. something that just kind of connected and elaborated on is there. Is because it doesn't have anything to do with it? The, the, they have no purpose there's, in this film. There's, like, there's like two different, at least two, like, maybe three or four different movies in this one. Yes. And there's this one weird, like, Woody Allen-esque, uh, like... You know, That's sheepish, right. <laughs> sheepish uh, husband uh, who's middle aged. My wife is crisis. shrill. I don't like um, my shrill wife. <laughs> like, oh my god, dude. And <laughs> and then he just decides to he he gets hung up in this fantasy of these two underage girls at this park. And it feels, again, yeah, Woody, uh, it feels very Woody Allen-esque. This movie is and very... And like we mentioned, I think it was last podcast. Never Woody, go... Never go full, full, never go full Woody Allen, but also Woody Allen movies are terrible movies. Yes, yeah. <laughs> For multiple reasons. Right. <laughs> this is, Jim is so clearly a self-insert for Randy. Is he really? Uh, here's the thing. I don't know anything about. So this let me let me break down something for you. So when this movie came out, um, I think a lot of the positive reviews thought it was a comedy or trying to be over the top and comedic. It wasn't. There are interviews with him where he's like, "Yeah, I don't really understand why people think it's funny. Like this is like really serious. I made a very serious movie." And and then the lead actor thought he was acting in a comedy so that's why he does everything he does in this movie he's like yeah it's a comedy and there's like an interview with them talking to him he's like no no it's not he's like oh i mean there's funny parts he's like i guess sure but no it's not a comedy and so that's going on with this this sounds very uh very much like the room at yeah. this point <laughs> yeah and so randy is like making this movie that he thinks is just high art He's like, oh, it's going to be black and white. There's an intermission in it. He's like, it's all this type of deal. And um, it's very clear when you read interviews with him or, or hear about the interviews with him that he just really had like a couple bad experiences at Disney World and just made a movie about how much he hates Disney. And he like, I don't know. It, it's very weird. It's like, I didn't have a good time with my family on vacation once. So I hate Disney forever. And it's like, there's like a weird line where he's in the, God, there's a scientist plot that's just like <laughs> out of nowhere. There's a room where he's like, I came here with my dad once. And it's like, Randy's dad, the only time he ever got to see his dad was at Disney World when he went to visit his dad. And so he has these memories of his dad and it's all mixed up with Disney. And it, my life sucks. Oh, Disney ruined my life. And it's just like, this dude's insane, man. I feel like this is the type of movie I'm going to have to end up invoking, like, the death of the artist uh, for, because, mm -hmm. like, my idea of that scientist scene, and then followed by, like, the, the witch scene, the woman the, with the necklace mm -hmm. that we were yes, talking yes, about yes, earlier, yes, yes, yes. is, like, a witch who's doing, like, a Snow White thing. Uh, mm -hmm. I thought it was just, again, like, a like a intentionally comedic... Um, B-movie take on, like, no. these Disney uh, visions. You know, like, Disney has, like, the Tomorrow uh, Land 
uh, thing going on with the futuristic scientists, the space travel, all that. So we do a wacky mad scientist who, uh, you know, is at the center of the park experimenting on people. And he's actually an android and all that, you know? Yeah, And no. then we do uh, like, a, like a witch, like a Disney uh, evil uh, queen uh, Sleeping Beauty uh, parody thing. But instead it's this creepy uh, woman uh, who used to be a mascot at the park and is now uh, kidnapping uh, children she at it. breaks the kid's back by <laughs> hugging it. That scene is m- the best scene in the movie. Both of those scenes were my favorite scenes because yes. again that ties back to what I thought this movie was going to be where it was like we're taking these Disney concepts and we're just like, kind of like making like this uh, either this you know putting them on these like classic horror tropes in right. a sense. Where that's very much like a like a slasher villain mentality, where like I was wronged in the past. People used to think I was a beautiful princess, but then I got old, and, and then, uh, so now I'm gonna kill people around the park, kind of thing. Like that's like the slasher formula. That would work. And but she's not in the movie ever again. <laughs> so that's why I I love those two scenes. But now you're just telling me like they're not supposed to be like no. parody. No, they're and supposed to be deadly to serious. Deadly serious. Tell me more. Tell me more okay, about okay, this Okay, okay, okay. So, it, it, it's... I mean, obviously. It's very clear. Randy maybe... Randy maybe um, has, has a problem with women. Maybe a little misogynistic. Maybe a little... Uh, maybe a little... A little bit of Kevin can wait, I hate my wife type, type deal. I don't know. Also, it was clear he... Um, doesn't think too highly of overweight people either. <laughs> he, uh, in a lot of his interviews, he uh, makes fun of overweight people in a way that's um, uncomfortable to read. Okay. I just, I can't, I don't want to say these things because he's like so mean. <laughs> right. Well, we don't want to repeat that right. on the podcast. Exactly. He's just, you can find all these interviews. He's a mean dude. He's mean spirited and he's really just not a good person. And that's why it's so fun to tear apart his awful art piece film that he thinks is die art. What a loser. <laughs> Get him. <laughs> um, so yeah. And it's also clear he really doesn't know anything about Disney. And this is, uh, I'm going to cite uh, Jenny's video on this one, where apparently... Ooh, citations. Citations. We're really there. dissecting this. Apparently, uh, there is actually, like, a real, like, problem with feral cat population at Disney. Okay. And it's actually, like, a real problem. And he was asked about that in an interview, and he didn't know. So the cat flu was just a fluke. <laughs> He just came up with it and didn't know. <laughs> like, the man is just... I I thought it was something like, oh, they made, uh, like, something with, like, you know, Mickey Mouse. Like, we got, we made this cat flu to take out Mickey Mouse. Honestly, I think that's, I think that's why he did it. But, at the same time, it's like, 
it works better than it's supposed to because of that fact, but he wasn't even aware he was doing it. <laughs> like, the man is just absolutely insane. Maybe he's just very perceptive, you know? He's, he just uh, can latch on to these ideas mm. from the universe and uh, conjure them without any uh, previous knowledge of it, you know? That's the other thing. I wanted to... I, I kept, I, no, no, no. I kept, Not connected to what I just said, right? Because I was of, under a BS. Kind of, kind of. Oh, But no. you're talking about, like, overarching <laughs> themes. Um, would you say... Was I talking about overarching sort of, themes? Sort of. Sort of. But like, this... a concepts and ideas. <laughs> would you say that... Yeah. Sexual repression is kind of a theme in this movie? Where are you going with this? Do I want because to Because Randy doesn't know that it is. <laughs> Oh, no. When, when, like, he's asked in, like, four or five interviews, like, yeah, sexual oppression is, like, really, a, a like, a theme of this movie. There's something going on here. He's like, really? Oh. He's like, well, I guess you could kind of see it that way. And then he, like, talks about how hot the Disney princesses are. And it's really <laughs> weird. Oh, no. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> but, like, he doesn't even realize. There's so many scenes of, like, very phallic things happening in this movie like water shoots up in a way that you're like and then there's just one scene that's <laughs> over the top crazy i have no idea how he had a straight face while making that's that. the thing like how do you watch that and act like it's a serious movie i like... don't know but he earlier in the movie he cuts his toe open and then they have to go get clearly dubbed over geosporic not neosporin and then later he pulls out the the neosporin, but it's geosporic, and they put a black bar over it, and it dings, and you like look at it for three seconds. I'm like, what are you doing? This movie is not the, the style of that scene in particular yeah. is so disconnected from everything else in the movie. Like, and then they, he bleeps, they say they bleep Disney, Disney, and they bleep it out. And I wonder if it was just like, and there's this weird CGI ball that, uh, yeah. like a miniature version of it, uh, appears over his head, and you're like, none of this stylistically fits I, with what the rest of the movie was doing it makes me wonder if i don't know i have no idea i i can't explain it. i tried to think of an explanation <laughs> i just can't i don't understand like maybe it was just like his final screw you to disney and neil sporin i guess <laughs> so why do i have to do, do you do you really have to like bleep that out too? Were they like afraid know. that they're like Disney's not gonna sue us, but uh, Neosporin, they're the they're they're gonna the take only them down. other. I mean, that'd be a really funny outcome if they tried to release this movie <sighs> and slipped past Disney and then get I'd, taken out. By Disney them. apparently just didn't care. They were just like they probably who, saw the finished movie yeah. and they were like, oh, that's <laughs> what <laughs> the movie. Is. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so the only other censorship in this movie is when he's sitting on the toilet at the end he's doing a poopy and that's funny it's not supposed to be funny though it's mm -hmm. just the weirdest thing it's just like okay this is going on way long but the guy thought it was supposed to be funny so that's why he's overacting so hard <laughs> and um <laughs> i'm just I, I and they blur his butt yeah and i'm like this movie is filled with nudity 
Yeah, it's it's, it's it's weird that there's just, like, these brief moments of censorship. Mm-hmm. Like, it feels like two different editors worked on this movie. Especially, and one of them was just like, you can't release this. This is uh, too much. We got to censor everything. And the other person was just like, no, we're going to make this uh, as unreleasable as possible. That's the point. <laughs> yeah, especially... I don't know. It's so weird. It's so weird because... I don't know. I have no idea. I can't... Again, I can't... (laughs) I'm trying to, like, rationalize it, and there's just no rationalization for this movie. It's ridiculous. I love it. Yeah. Um, Okay, so... So, did you want to finish with the evil queen woman? She's called... Do you want to change that phrasing as well? (laughs) Her character name is The Other Woman, too. It's just Oh, no. Can you not even give women characters names? You know? Like, I, come on, dude. Come I mean, on. like, she's, like, the most, like, character of any of them. Because, yeah. like, at least, like, I understand her motivations, in a sense, you know? God. Like, yeah. She's, she's, like, the only character where I'm, like, I understand what you are doing in this movie and why you are doing it. <laughs> right. But then, like, even so... So, this is the thing that, like... God, I have more knowledge about this guy. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. he's asked several times in a lot of different interviews why, if the implication is that when the French girl spits on him, he gets the cat flu, why his hallucinate hallucinations start earlier, and Randy doesn't have an answer. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I guess just like, it's like kind of left up to interpretation, and like, um. Maybe he had it before. I don't know. <laughs> it's just like Randy, Randy, you absolute idiot. I didn't realize that was what was supposed to be was happening. That the reason she spit in his face. Well, maybe not the reason why she did it, but like the outcome of it was right, that he got the cat, cat fluid, fluid yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. And then also that, that the cat the flu was connected to his hallucination. Does he? Because Randy doesn't know. <laughs> so like that's just the implication he just this is like so, like you said it's very much like an, I was straight out of film school type movie where he's like amb- ambiguity and like nah, no one knows what it's really about mm, it's just maybe like, it's like it's like a like a time loop situation well and that's the thing what's this ending about Aaron? he's constantly returning to the same mm. hotel he's trapped in the park but also he's it's kind of like um, like a purgatory thing, where each time he goes through the park, he comes out a better version of himself, and he restores his family unit. Would you um, say, though, he's rewarded for, I don't know, being creepy towards underage girls? <laughs> because he dies, and when I, he dies, he gets to be with the Soren woman, who yeah. is another woman who doesn't have a name, no characteristics, other than that she shows up naked on Soren, and you're just like, what the hell? <laughs> Again, I, I've never been to Disney World, so to me, that's what the Soaring video is. Right, that, that didn't, that didn't they, make sense They just to filmed that. Yeah, like, they I, I was like, kids, this, huh? is, this is uh, how the thing actually goes? This is... Mm-hmm. Uh, this seems, like a, this seems like a good know. ride for the kids, yeah. <laughs> well, it's just like in the the rescuers or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that that was the uh, inspiration. Disney loves showing naked women. 
They love that that subliminal messaging to uh God the subliminal messaging. Oh my God! As if there's any subtlety in this movie at all. <laughs> no Disney and the rescuer oh, okay. or the hiding okay. it or right, right, right. Do you love when they show the skywriting that says Jesus? <laughs> they pan up from the Disney statue yeah, and yeah, show yeah. it. Did they no. insert that in later, or no. did they hire people, someone to actually people skywrite that? Skywrite all the time over Disney World religious things because they're like it's a super captive audience. It's I I, I can tap into that religious mindset way too well. Yeah. Right, right. So right. I, you don't even need to explain what they're going for with that. And I'm just so, like that makes sense to me. Yeah, and so they literally. It's not even, like, a luck thing. It happens all the time. Mm -hmm. So, like, they just were like, oh, this... And you know Randy was just like, oh, God, this shot's gonna be so good. I'm gonna pan out from Walt Disney and see Jesus in the sky. You're just like, oh, God, Randy, calm down, man. You're too excited about this. Would someone say you're maybe a little Randy about that shot? It's a verb now? Or an adjective, I guess? We know Randy. That's a... Randy who? What? (laughs) Do you not know that? No. It's like from, I think it's from like, oh, what's that movie? Austin Powers. It's like another word for horny. <laughs> no, I didn't know that, I guess. <laughs> so I'd say Randy was maybe a little Randy for that shot. You know? I'm sorry I didn't have the uh, so, knowledge. Well, it would have landed if he didn't, so don't, don't worry. I'm sorry I ruined it for podcasts. Yeah, it would have landed, so. don't. So just let's not even pretend. Let's just admit yeah. it would have landed. Yeah, I'm sure I would have. I would have laughed. It would have been a big, big hearty laugh. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. So do you like when the Epcot ball falls off and rolls over? Honestly, I did love that because I was just so out there. And then they just undercut it by it not being real. But then directly after have something even stranger happen where the like future police come up and I don't know, stun his testicles. I don't know what what that scene is. Right, 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 right. And like it's like stuff like that happens and you're just like, how do you not realize what you're doing? It's like such like he was repressed when he made this, you know? He had the cat flu. He had the cat flu. So like I would say the end of this movie mm-hmm. is awful. Truly awful. Because it's like this man was an awful person the entire film. And then he gets rewarded at the end with a wife who's not shrill but, and kids who are good kids. But does he or does he die of the cat flu and then Disney replaces him with a robot because it's like a... It's like a it was West, the, it was like the a, real him, though. It's like a Westworld, future world situation. Disney is, mm. is uh, inviting guests there and then replacing them with robots to become corporate shells and boost their box office. See, I think you're giving this too much credit. <laughs> Because I think Randy was just like, allegedly, I don't want him, Randy seems like low scale enough that he might try to sue us or something, I don't know, sorry dude, but I'm just saying, this is all, everything I've said has been allegedly, and I don't know Randy, and I don't, I don't want to be sued for libel, so Randy, I just want you to let you know that actually you made a good movie, and that's actually not true, that's, I think that's called lying under oath i'm not under oath but at the same time like dude please don't please don't sue me because listen you made a bad movie it's okay it doesn't mean you can't be a good person later on i'm just saying this is bad movie and i'm just gonna clown on you for a little bit you know it's okay randy it's okay 
What were we talking about? To be honest, I don't know. <laughs> There's no logical progression of a discussion Oh, I'm just saying it, it, it feels like Randy was just like, wouldn't it be great if I didn't have my wife and kids anymore? But he had a better wife <laughs> right, 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 better right, right. kids. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's what he was thinking. Mm, but then I'm there's that, saying... that one part where like the the wife like hits like slaps. The yeah, kid. slaps the kid, and the mom and does then... not show any like symptoms of going crazy at all for the entire rest of the movie, except for that one time she's before like, it where she sees the demon. Yeah, face. she hallucinates like once, and then she like slaps the kid, mm-hmm. and then she's just like out of the movie. Like yeah. there's just no like consistency to her character at all. <laughs> It's like she is the she is the like intentionally um like the worst wife for him at any given moment yes. kind of thing where he's like this is how he sees Not only the is character. my wife shrill, not only does she not appreciate the gifts I give her, but she also hit my kid. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I'm to dump her. <laughs> or get a new wife who's on soaring. I, that still doesn't make sense. I don't think Randy thought that through when he wrote it. I think it was just like, this is a good ambiguous ending. You know? Or maybe it was about his secret... Maybe he had to pretend to be dead mm-hmm. to live with his secret family. Does Randy have a secret family? Oh. Why would he put that in maybe the movie? Maybe it's actually like three separate trips to the park. And that's why we basically have, like, three different climaxes. You know, we have, like, the robot. <laughs> Phrasing again, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, we have the uh, we have the robot uh, scientist ending. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the witch ending where he rescues his daughter. Right. Um, and then, and then the we have, like, the, uh, the cat flu ending. Um, and maybe they're actually just three different layers of his purgatory that we're watching simultaneously, but don't Stop. actually happen... At the same time. Don't make people think this is... <laughs> this is what I do. I take bad movies and I'm like, this is why it's actually a smart movie. Mm. This one's not a smart movie. No. This I is, just... Uh, I don't know if there's any more to say, really. I think we've got... Unless there's something you explicitly would like to touch on. We need to mention that it is shot guerrilla style, where Disney didn't know this was being made. And also, there are so many people in the background who clearly have no idea what's going on and probably would not want to be in this movie. Yeah. (laughs) Like... That's the thing. I'm... It's such a weird uh, legal realm. I really want to understand like the legality of this movie in a sense, um, right? Because um, that was those are like some of my favorite moments as like an entertainment level. Mm-hmm. Like certainly that'd be ruined if I learned that the person in that shot didn't want to be in this movie and have right. that reaction exposed but like the moment like when they're waiting in line for the Buzz Lightyear ride for like hours yes. and then they get to it and there's this very awkward voiceover and that's clearly not footage yeah. that's clearly not there being like the ride's shut down now and the guy's just like you know you gotta be kidding you gotta me. be kidding me and he walks away and then there's a guy in front of him in line being like what is going on here because yeah. he's reacting to nothing because nothing actually was announced the ride was the only fine. one that makes me feel 
like really gross. Like the other ones, it's like, yeah, you shouldn't be filming kids <laughs> at the pool. Like that's not cool either. Was the pool like at dis? Okay, because they seem to have a lot more control over the camera at that pool. So well, I was it's like, if, like not. There's, like lax. It's at the maybe, Disney or? Hotel. Yeah, so I think you're probably good. But at the same time, shouldn't be filming kids at the pool. No. Just maybe just a. Anyway, um, what was I saying? I completely lost my train of thought. This movie does this to me. The the pool filming at the pool. Oh, the only the only uh, stuff that makes me feel really gross outside of that because that is not cool. Um, is when he like is missing a kid in a scene and he's like screaming for the kid and I'm like. That's not cool, dude. Everyone thinks your kid's missing now. Did they like do a lot of like ADR work? They for had to this, do, or because there's yes, because there is especially like the fake music they put on top of scenes, mm-hmm. like when they're in the rides and stuff, is yeah. like horrible. Right. The one that they do for it's a small world is just like clearly Randy hates it's a small world. I mean, God. Um, <laughs> I feel like that's enough of a horror film that you could have done where it's just like the man rides it's a small world and goes insane. Like it's like it's like the shining mm. but he's trapped in the it's a small world ride. And it just goes and around like, forever and like, ever. Like that's a movie. Yeah. <laughs> and you wouldn't even have to that. I don't know, shoot it at Disney. You could just make your own. Yeah. I mean obviously not like fully functional, but I mean cuz what was the budget of this movie? But um yeah, don't make people think you're missing your kid, dude. And they did have to do a lot of ADR because Disney has constant um, like music playing, mm-hmm. and a lot of that's copyrighted. Right. So they couldn't obviously use that. And there's a lot of ADR in this movie, and a lot of it is really, really bad. <laughs> I don't understand. Like mouths won't be moving at the right time, and you're just like, oh my god. <laughs> and. But at the same time, clearly they were still saying those things so that they know to go back and ADR them. Right. He was screaming for kid, like a kid in that scene, and you're just like, dude. Well, like you could do it. You could do it like silently. I guess. Like, but you could act I think it of out, I think but... of when he's like on the escalator and he's like Sarah, Sarah, and like the dude right below him is like eyes wide, like what? What's going on here? And you're just like, dude. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's very weird. Oh my! I uh... the the final point that I want to make, and the final thing that I want to draw from sure. Jenny Nicholson's video. And okay. seriously, everyone, go watch it. It's a great video, and it will help you understand this movie. If this didn't, um, is this movie was like so proud of being shot in Disney that they had a website they're like their official website had a counter on it that's like nine days since or nine days after the like, i don't remember how it was actually it was phrased but it was like nine days since the movie's been released and uh disney hasn't taken it down or whatever like they're just expecting disney to like take down the movie and disney literally did nothing <laughs> it's hilarious and it's like they everything all their whole marketing was like the the movie disney didn't want you to see and it's like oh my god like, i feel like that might be why disney didn't bother because mm-hmm. in a sense it's it's very much that's the response they wanted you know like yeah. the, the only way to win is not to play situation well they uh, where disney yeah. can just be like 
like what they want is for us to sue them so they get greater publicity yeah um for their movie and they can uh, treat us like this uh evil corporation uh sticking it to the little guy that uh just wants to make his <laughs> his little uh surrealist uh poor man's david lynch uh monstrosity Fetish movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> And then, by not doing that, then, I guess, yeah, they just have a counter that's just gonna keep on going. I don't know, like, I don't know cool. if it still is. I, I, I doubt, doubt it. it. <laughs> I think at one point they were probably just like, yeah, this isn't gonna work. Well, I mean, that's the thing, like, you don't, you don't, uh, respond to the bully, and then, uh, the, uh, they eventually give up. How does so. that work on Smash Bros. for us, Aaron? <laughs> we get bullied even harder. You say that like we're not the bullies. <laughs> okay, sometimes we have to just absolutely stunt on some kids. I'm sorry, you know? We need to show them how good our Jigglypuff in, in Dark Pit is. If you come across a Jigglypuff in Dark Pit on Smash Bros., run the other probably way. us, yeah. Run the other way. What are you looking up? What are, we, I'm just uh, looking at the... I'm sorry, I was just looking or? at the Roger Ebert review. Where they oh, also no. think it's a comedy. <laughs> was it actually him, or was this after... Uh, it was passed? 2013, so I don't know. I'm not sure when he passed. They gave it three stars. No, it was written by Matt Zoller Seitz. And they are like, it's a, it's, a, it's a comedy. And it's like, dude, let me tell you something. I don't know. Any closing thoughts? Oh, I mean, uh, jumping off that point again, you know... The artist, you kill the artist, you know, mm -hmm. like, not literally, but, you know. Yeah, how about we just make clear what you're saying here? <laughs> like, uh, because of the nature of this movie, I want to mm -hmm. make very clear what I'm saying. But, you know, like, the idea that just because the artist uh, viewed their work in a certain way doesn't mean that's how viewers need to view it. You know, right. like, um, very much like The Room, where mm -hmm. Tommy Wiseau set out to make this very, uh, like, intimate, character-driven drama, and, you know, it's, it's now, like, the laughing stock of the industry. Yeah. Um, it, this film has, like, an appeal in its trashiness, um, so maybe, I feel like it very much fits in with, like, the, uh, the pantheon of... Uh, so bad they're good movies in that the the creative talent involved, you know, was unaware of how bad this movie was actually uh, getting. What's going on? What would you guess the Rotten Tomatoes is on this? With 82, 86 reviews. 86 reviews? I'd guess a 53. Holy cow. What? 57. <laughs> what? The the critics' consensus conceptually audacious, but only intermittently successful in execution. I'd say not once <laughs> successful in execution. Escape from Tomorrow is nonetheless visually inventive and darkly <laughs> surreal. I mean, surreal, I guess, but that's not a good thing. This always. very much feels like just like a fill in the uh, blank uh, film yeah. review kind of thing, where you're like, ah, it's black and white, so it's visually inventive, and there's weird things on screen, so it's surreal. <laughs> like when people are like trolls right. is a psychedelic <laughs> oh, drug God. trip, and you're like, this is just a colorful kids movie. Yeah, what are you what? talking about? <laughs> uh, yeah, so. So, Don't yeah. compare it to neo noir films. These reviews are <laughs> rough, dude. I like what, what? I'm just gonna say mm -hmm. other reviewers are men. 
I'm just gonna leave that where it is. So, guys, <laughs> just gonna leave that big Dumbo in this uh, room yeah. for this podcast. So many Dumbo. So many Dumbo. Dumbo two. Room. Too many. Why Dumbos. not one thing of Dumbo two at Disney? <laughs> <laughs> guys. Yeah. I think that's enough here. Mm-hmm. Where are we gonna rank this? I have no idea. Probably <laughs> right above Sucker Punch. Yeah, I guess. probably same. Same. I mean, I'd have to uh, pull up the list again, but I. I feel like I can't place this above. Well, no. Do I have Fantastic Beasts below uh, Sucker Punch? Did I land, where did I land on that? You put it above. Did I? Yeah. And I would be mad oh, okay. if you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> it would go below uh, Fantastic Beasts, too. Mm-hmm. So it would be right above Sucker Punch and below... Uh, That's probably exactly Wild, where uh, In yeah. our... Uh, in that list, and in the combined list, I mean the same, same in that because same. the bottom is uh, <laughs> the bottom. It is what it is. <laughs> God, aren't you glad you watched it though? I I am glad I watched it. I feel like this was the only putting this on the list was the only way I was ever gonna get around to it, and I am glad that I did see this because it was uh, it was an experience. It was. Um, That's one way to put it. Oh, also, we didn't watch Izzy Gets the F Across Town yet. It's spooky month now, so we're watching spooky movies. Oh, yeah, we should have probably explained yeah, that in the beginning. Yeah, sorry, guys. <laughs> but uh, we'll get to it, because we'll it's still it on the list. We're yep. gonna, we didn't lose an episode again. No. Um, but because we just kind of like took a little uh, breather, and then by that time, now it's October. We're back to work now. So, yeah. I'm working. I'm a working man. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Wear your masks, people. <laughs> Where are your masks, you goofs? Oh, there it is. Oh, yuck. <laughs> there it is. I told you Goofy It's really like Goofy. Why'd you make a Goofy meme? Because Goofy's not a doctor. I feel like there has to be a Dr. Goofy in some somewhere in the Disney canon. There has to be like a Dr. Goofy. I'm looking goofy. it up. Aaron, you want to run us through our uh, our... Outro about going to oh, places. Oh, uh, well, we got to do uh, what we're going to talk about next. Oh, week, yeah, which I yeah, don't yeah. remember what we're doing because it's going to be whatever is next. On Goofy here, so goes to the doctor a hell of a lot, but he ain't never been a doctor. You think Goofy went to med school? Goofy. Yeah. No. Why are you? Why are you underestimating Goofy? You know, like just because that's his name. You're limiting his potential based on his name. Goofy got his nose in this box. Goofy got his nose absolutely smashed. (laughs) Something happened to Goofy. But what about that, Doctor Goofy? Oh, someone drew a picture of Goofy. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's not canon. That's not canon. Everything is canon. Disney owns the rights to every single piece of artwork that Disney artist uh, creates. That is not canon. That's canon. They, they oh, own the Oh, the I suppose rights. Goofy was also the Doctor Who. He was. That's canon. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. Oh, I suppose Goofy smokes a fat bomb. <laughs> That's in Fantastic Beasts 2, The Crimes of Goofy, Wald. <laughs> Just, what are we talking about next week? Um, next film we have, uh, we're going back to my list, I'm going to be looking at the John Carpenter uh, film, They Live. Yes. Which is... Not kinda, next week, that's like... Well, when, whenever, the 10th yeah. of the month. Yeah, okay, um, there we go. Which is basically a week from now. Well, I'll shut up then. 
Um, but uh, yeah, we're running low on spooky movies on my side of the list, so we're kind of stretching the definition a little bit. But it's it's kind of it's a, it's like a Halloween uh, scary story, campfire story type uh, camp thing. We'll count it. Yeah, so we'll get to it. It's already on the list, and I'm, so I'm excited to talk about yeah. it because I love this movie. But I'm also afraid you might not like it. John Carpenter is slightly hit or miss. <laughs> yeah, for you. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, and in general. I still, well, I guess. But I, I mean, just like, as far as the ones I've seen. But... I mean, I loved um, The Thing. Right. And obviously I love Halloween. Right. However, yeah. Escape from New York, really bad. <laughs> It's a bad one. It's I feel like so he's good, good when he does horror. So I feel like if this is even horror adjacent, I'll like it. It's not really scary at any point. So I hope That's okay, I, though. Yeah. I, as long as it's adjacent to horror. I think we'll I'm see. Okay. We'll get to it. We'll, okay. we'll talk about it next week. Yeah. Do you want me to still take us out? Yeah, sorry. I'm still going to have pictures of Dr. <laughs> Dr. Goofy. <laughs> I'm trying to find any amount of canon, but I just can't. Not it's one thing It's all canon. canon. It's every, everything is connected. He's, he's the boss the, a lot. Is he? Yeah, National Bosses Day, 2006. It's a picture of Goofy holding a phone. Well, I feel like chair. that's just like a passive-aggressive thing. It's being like, oh, we think our boss is Goofy, but what we really mean is he's uh, not good or whatever, you know? Oh. Oh. <laughs> All right, take us out, Aaron. <laughs> Uh, anyway, if you want to find us around the web, you can find Jacob at Jake underscore Lace on Twitter. You find him at Jake Lace on Letterboxd. He's posting reviews because it's 31 days of Halloween. Um, so he's watching 31 uh, horror movies this month. Hopefully, we'll I'm gonna see. Do it. I'm going to do it. He's, I absolutely he's, com- do it. he's feeling confident. It is quarantine, so there's a lot less going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, maybe he gets another pancreas taken out or whatever, uh, whatever it was. Um, <laughs> appendix. <laughs> okay. Anyway, but um, so he's posting reviews of each movie he watches. Um, check them out on Letterbox. Uh, if you want to find me around the web, uh, you can find me at uh, Honest Opinion on Twitter. You can find me at myhonestopinion.com. You can find me on Letterbox as well. I post reviews on uh, films uh, as well. Um, if you want to find the podcast around the web, you can find us at Reboot Artie on on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook. You can check us out on SoundCloud and iTunes and leave us a good review if you like what we say. I found Goofy as a doctor? As a paramedic. Is that close enough? I think we count it. Okay, we count it. We count it. (laughs) Don't put Goofy in a box. I'm sorry. I don't know where to go from there. Guys, thanks for listening. We'll catch y'all next time we watch They Live. And as always... It's always work. Bye, 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 man. Well, do we normally do that? I don't know. I don't know. There's no set ending to the show. <laughs>